So I like to do an introduction about what the show is and who I'm talking to and who you're listening to and all that about like, you know, 20, 25 minutes into the show. I think it's fun. But I forgot to this time. I promise it won't happen again unless, of course, I forget. Thanks for joining us with We Like Cool Shit. Is oh, that what it's I, still called? It's definitely called that. I didn't even fucking introduce it. Yeah. Uh, uh, well, you can cut it here and then put the intro that we're about to do at the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Hey, dope. We forgot the intro, so we're I'm I'm B. I'm Ty. And this, this is This is We Like Cool Things. We like cool things. The so show, the show where we talk about things we think are cool and also adversely things we think that aren't or things things that we don't think are cool and you'll hear this either at the beginning or the end we don't know but uh here's your intro yeah i'll cut it have fun uh when i was building when i was building the whole thing i uh oh split to wait split stereo track uh there we go individual individual control over what we got going on which is groovy because, like, if I need to do, like, if there's, because, you know, I'm a loud motherfucker. Motherfucker said groovy. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. It's a groovy ass. <laughs> Where the fuck are all these ladybugs coming from? I mean, they, they're confused. They think it's summer. They think it's spring. Yeah, because it's, like, fucking 76 degrees well, in I mean, November. They're all going to freeze to death and then, you know, more ladybugs will be produced by budding. I don't fucking know where ladybugs and bugs come from after they freeze to death in the winter asexual reproduction in bugs well i mean maybe they just go into cryostasis i don't fucking know man i hate bugs (laughs) super hate bugs well i mean when i see one baked in my car i'm like well at least it wasn't alive when i was in it yeah it's my least favorite part about nature (laughs) it's just the bugs they just give me the ghiblies man man skeeters i could do without skeeters i know how important they are so i wouldn't like want them gone yeah but i'd want them gone from my vicinity (laughs) if they could just keep like a three-foot bubble around my house and just not go in this area and just nom on everything else out there everything else dude (laughs) well if i had to talk to like like a white bearded god (laughs) like capital g-o-d yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) um white male bearded (laughs) yes and uh good old yahweh yeah yeah (laughs) if he he came down to me and was like ty you have one wish (laughs) world peace and world hunger fuck mosquitoes yeah mosquitoes. yeah you're mosquitoes uh, just a magical barrier when I, mosquitoes. when I say that, everybody's like, oh, what about like the frogs and shit? And I was like, I'm talking to white Christian God here. What's this painting behind your uh, monitor, friend? It looks like something that you did. Oh, I did do that. Yeah, what, um, what, what is it? Because it, it was supposed to be H.P. Lovecraft. Good, 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 yeah. good. Because that's what I was going to guess. And yes, I've been super duper duper into like visual yeah. representations of Lovecraft recently. Oh, which yeah. is, as you well know, is not necessarily something that is the easiest thing to do. Um, yeah <laughs> cosmic horror is tough to do man and i found a genius one really uh it was i think it came out this year um is it a game no it's a movie oh uh with nick cage which i i i, I like nick cage back in the 90s when yeah. i first saw him but after a while he got gimmicky this is his niche Lovecraftian horror is no, where really. Nick Cage fucking shines, dude. And uh okay, so the movie I'm so about that. The movie's called The Color Out of Space. 
Right. The Colorado space? The color out of space. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it's like purple? Yes, yes. Uh, more like magenta, but it's supposed to be a color that you can't describe, right? Yeah. So they had to use a actual color, but it's supposed to be like this otherworldly color that's not like any other color that you've ever seen. Cool. But uh, yeah, I don't want to tell you too much about it, but because it's lovecraft yeah. you know you know what i'm saying but starts out with these uh just this random ass family in the woods you know what i'm saying nick uh -huh. cage is just a dad which is the best role for nick cage for sure uh and the slow descent into insanity that lovecraft does with this dad is fucking phenomenally portrayed by nick cage and his oh, i'm so i'm so there yeah but um no so uh Meteor crashes in the woods, starts glowing this fucking color or whatever. A bunch of weird shit starts happening. Okay. Right? That's pretty much all I can tell you without giving it away. Tommy Chong's in it. <laughs> really? Yeah. He's like a right. guru out in the woods who knows everything about Lovecraftian shit that's going on right now. So, Have you seen uh, Annihilation? No. But that is on my list. Yo. That is absolutely on my list. I, I, I saw the bear scene and I'm like, bro, I need to see this shit. <laughs> whatever oh the fuck this is, I need to see this. Because so that monster design was fucking... So immaculate scary. so scary like I'm, um, i've been super about like hor just horror theme stuff and like monster creature features and shit recently which kind of goes in with the lovecraftian thing you know what i mean but uh for sure yeah that uh japanese horror fucking i've been super into japanese horror and fucking the host okay uh, i think it might be korean i'm not sure if it's japanese yeah but it's <laughs> Where can I find? Is it on Netflix or anything? Probably. I don't yeah. know. I found it on illegal streaming sites because I'm yeah. a degenerate. So, but, um, <laughs> yeah, that's where, I, that's where I get a lot of my shit from. Yeah. So, but uh, it's. I honestly can't even remember how the monster comes around, but it's just that's a giant most. fucking mutated fish monster ravaging a densely populated Korean town in the broad daylight, and that's the entire fucking movie. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, have you seen Parasite? I haven't. Like the the Korean movie that is supposed like won a whole bunch of awards won and shit fuck, like that. Fuckloads Oscars and nope, stuff. I yeah, haven't seen it. I haven't seen it either. Once but... I found out that it was a drama and not made from the anime that I thought it was made oh, from, really, <laughs> I immediately got upset and disinterested. <laughs> I'm like, what? This is not Parasite the Maxim. Oh, this is just a drama about people and stuff. No, not interested. I um, it's it's been well, it's been like fucking Japanese horror for me is such a. It's it's hard it because is. some sometimes they go um, a little too much. They're fucking wild, dude. They're wild and ass movies. Man. Like there's uh, there's this cat that you may know about since you're like super artsy and shit. Yeah, uh, Junji Ito. Love him. Okay, <laughs> yeah, so good. Um, Uzumaki is being made into an anime movie. I've I've heard about that. Um, it's I'm... being produced by Adult Swim. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. That's what I said. Okay. And I, my expectations for this animation are now through the fucking roof. Because yeah. the teaser that I saw was all in black and white. Cool. And fucking had the adult swim tag at the end. Yeah. And just from like the slight animations of the original black and white uh, illustrations and shit. Yeah. And knowing that adult swim is in charge of it. Just put all of my expectations for it through the roof. Well, I was um, I was watching this. Uh, I really like this. I think it's a. Uh, uh, I think it's called Nerd Writer. 
Okay. And it's an awesome YouTube channel. Okay. And, um, they, the guy there talks a lot about talks a lot about art and music and he just like dissects all this stuff and um it's where i found uh, you know that t-shirt that i have of a uh, saturn devouring his son yes it's it's where yeah. i learned about that from all right and cool, i just though. gained a super appreciation for uh <laughs> the guy that did it um whose name escapes me right now wow. <laughs> That's nerd, nerd, nerd writer nerd writer Boom, yeah that i'll one. totally i'll totally send you something fuck yeah do it um but uh, he did one about uh, he did one about Jinji Ito's art, and uh, yeah, I'll, I, it, he he brought up something that I think I knew subconsciously, but I didn't really like put the two and two together about why reading his stuff in in particularly reading mm-hmm. is so scary because mm-hmm. he is really good at the horror of the page turn. Yes, absolutely. Right? Yeah. Like like the one about his cat. Oh, for sure. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Well, and like all of like uh, you know all of his most famous like scenes, like uh, mm-hmm. the neighbor, mm-hmm. where like you know there's like the woman watching in the window. Mm-hmm. Like you get that from you know there's like a, there's like a cliffhanger moment, and you turn the page, mm-hmm. and it's the most horrific thing that you've ever yeah. seen in your life. One of my favorites is uh, the end of the. I think it's called the horror of Amigara Fault. Oh, with the people shaped yeah. people shaped holes, holes in yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. See, uh, another thing that, like, really helps Junji Ito is that, like, he's he's a master of the uncanny. Yeah. He takes something human and makes it slightly inhuman. And that slightly inhuman or that inhuman thing that you can tell was a human at some point yeah. is just has uh, uh, some power to unsettle a motherfucker on sight. Yeah. Like. For sure. I think like that that whole the whole uncanny valley thing is yeah like mm-hmm. you know that this is because we're so used to seeing like people mm-hmm. and so when that you know when that the image is slightly like contorted I think that's why people freak out so much about like it's you know kind of like a trope now but of like the girl that's like bent over yeah backwards, backwards and she's yeah the spider crawl oh, yeah God. yeah like. That's terrifying. Mm-hmm. Like, if I saw that in real life, I would shit. Yeah. Just oh, yeah. Absolutely. Oh, like, because yeah. a human body is not supposed to turn like that. You ain't supposed to, to your do that. knowledge. You know what I mean? Um, but uh, <clears throat> I fucked up the other day. Um, the, uh, the, the Edo bit about um, the head balloons. Yes, the head balloons. Yeah. That's a really good one. That's a solid one. And um, I, this, guy, this guy came in and he works at. Uh, uh, the the painted lady mm-hmm. tattoo studio mm-hmm. it's opening up. It's a KL Days bit, which I gotta say I'm proud of her. Cool, yeah. dope. Mm-hmm. Hey, just a little side note. Yeah, but um, I was talking about he recognized my uh my hunter yeah hunter tattoo, yeah. and I was talking about how a lot of people think it's like um a lot of people think it's like Nightmare Before Christmas just because of the bats. Oh, got you. And yeah, I'm just yeah, like, yeah. I don't want I don't even want to talk to you. <laughs> and he had a uh, he had a Jinji Ito tattoo of uh. The head, but uh, was it his head? No, it wasn't. Okay. Well, it wasn't his okay, head. Cool. But I couldn't like. I, in my defense, I couldn't really see the whole thing because he mm. was wearing one of these like three quarter sleeve shirts, right? And I totally thought it was a roll doll. Oh, yeah. uh, okay. And well, I, was, I mean, if you're if you're gonna mistake Ito's work for somebody, yeah. <laughs> I mean, roll doll is is right down the street. <laughs> but uh, I felt like a du- I just felt like such a dumbass because I <laughs> I'm like talking shit about. You know, people mistaking tattoos and yeah. then 
five seconds later. I'm like, oh, fucking this real dolphin, dude. <laughs> yeah, so but that wasn't like some. Well, I mean, yes, it was. You fucked up. Yeah, but <laughs> egg and my face were in alignment. On the other hand, when the homie was like, "Nah, it's actually," uh, <laughs> and then lifted up his sleeve, you're like, "Oh, it's Ito." Uh, yeah, and and I and I recognized it instantly. Oh, I was yeah. like, "Oh, fuck." Oh yeah, but um. But yeah, I think it's. I just think it's going to be so hard to, because like you know, Lovecraftian stuff. Mm. You know, the thing that makes Lovecraftian, you know, uh, horror work is that the thing that he's talking about is something that's so otherworldly mm-hmm. that it can't be described. Exactly. And like, okay, have you seen Gyo? No. Uh, do you know what Gyo is? No. Okay. No idea. It is a uh, G Y O. Yes, it is a anime movie uh, made from a Junji Ito manga. A lot of the uh, Ito fanboys don't like it, but I personally fucking loved it. Like it is, Ugh. yeah, it, it is terrifying. It, it is there. It is disgusting. It is. Wait, is it the shark? Yeah the 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 scene that you've seen with the random shark coming in through the window and just nomming the fuck out of people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Gyo. So. Basically, what the the story of Gyo is, if there is such a fucking thing, is that there's this otherworldly stench. It's a smell. <laughs> and it possess. Oh, wait, no, no. There, okay. It, it, okay. It's really, really fucking hard to explain. So, honestly, I'm not even going to try because there's scientists and there's experiments and machines. Yeah, like what that shark is attached to and oh god yeah it's 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 all it's a lot but (laughs) like i said it's a whole it's a big ball of what the fuck is going on here and i loved every (laughs) second of it that's that's cool man (laughs) well i feel like that's kind of like that's a super like a a lot of parallels between ito and you know hb lovecraft yeah exactly that's that's what i was getting at with it is because like all of that shit is basically caused by some otherworldly smell that i don't fucking know came through a dimensional rift or some stupid shit it's it's ito (laughs) they say the smell of death (laughs) or the death smell Yeah, yeah yeah oh that's crazy but yeah, no, it's it's an anime too, and I personally fucking love the animation for it. Like a lot of people didn't like it because it's hyper stylized and tried to capture Ito but colorized and like Ito fanboys are fucking ravenous, so they tore it the fuck apart. But yeah. I personally liked it. I liked how it flowed it flowed with itself because with the medium of storytelling yeah which can be brought once again through so many different mediums Mm -hmm. with coming into modern times these stories also should be evolving with the progressions that we have to tell them oh for sure you know what i mean yeah so in other words yes there is a certain charm to keeping things black and white, which is why I'm super duper stoked that Uzumaki is going to stay black and white. Uh, this is definitely going to prove that Jinji Ito is one of the creators that should be viewed without color. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? But if you are going to try to modernize it and bring it in with color, you are going to lose something. But 
the challenge is finding something to gain with it that cancels that out. You know what I mean? A lot of people didn't like Gyo because of the coloration, but I personally think that the coloration brought a lot of clarity to the visuals that you were seeing. You know what I mean? Because you can't see a stench. You know what I mean? It just looks like smoke around a motherfucker in black and white. But when you see the green tint, the sickly green disgusting ass tint to everything on the fucking screen, you can just tell that there's a miasma in the air. You're just surrounded by yeah. this smog of smell. Yeah, I think I definitely think that it brought something to it. You know it's, what I mean? Rather than taking good, something away from it. It's a good neckbeard band name. <laughs> smog of smell. <laughs> the miasma. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know, um, I you, you were saying that, and I think that it's 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 so hard to make a book into yeah. a movie. Mm-hmm. Like it just is, man, because you, you're you're taking something. You know, especially something that's like as, as sp- I've been uh, reading uh, Lord of the Rings. That's why recently, yeah, <laughs> for that's sure. Why? Man. And there's like just it's so vast, mm-hmm. and there's just these detailed descriptions of everything, and you have to get like the flavor mm-hmm. of that description visually just right. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, especially with a manga, if you're not, um, if it's not something. You know, if if the black and white itself is baked into what is the artist, you know what make mm-hmm. the, what makes that artist special? Because I mean, especially I look at something like you know, like Trigun mm-hmm. or something like that, where I've read I've read the mangas and I have you know I think the anime did it super justice, justice. yeah. And the you know the mangas were in black and white, but mm-hmm. so much of you know it doesn't. It doesn't even closely have the depth that uh, you know Ito's drawings have. Oh yeah, because, oh yeah. You know his his pen marks are so deep, and there's just so much layers. Like there's so much layering to what he draws, and I think that if you were going to do in, you know, and I haven't seen the I haven't seen the Gio thing. Yeah, but you know I'm. If you were gonna add color to it, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I am excited that they're doing the. The Uzumaki in black and white? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. For sure. It's like, I'm just, I'm just really excited that a American studio is going to try to tackle it. You know what I mean? Because, like, um, it's, it's, it's different coming from people who think differently. You know what I mean? Yeah. And in the, in our American society. Adult Swim is definitely one to that is really really good at taking up uh, drawing stuff that shouldn't exist, <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. for lack of a better phrase, you know what I mean. But you were talking earlier about like Jinji uh, Ito's like tight penciling and cross hatching and how his like illustrations can only really translate to animations in black and white like that. Yeah, for sure. You would think that something like are you familiar with Berserk? I've I've heard about it. Um, um if it, you want, yeah, go I'm, ahead and look up some of the manga chapters just so that you can get a look for the illustration. But uh oh, good lord. Yeah. This this man puts hella time and effort and and pride into drawing and illustrating berserk hasn't it been going on since like the 80s yeah he's like, he's very sporadic with the shit that he writes this this series is his baby 
and rightfully so. This series is an epic fucking tale. But most of what makes the manga so ridiculous is Miura's illustrations. Nobody touches Berserk except for uh, Kintaro Miura, I think is his name. And his... Bro. (laughs) (laughs) Everything is just so fucking perfect. Like, nobody can touch Guts' chiseled fucking jaw but Miura. (laughs) Is that his name? Guts? Guts. Yes. That's a sweet name. Yeah, his uh, fetus that fell out of a corpse that was being hung. Yeah. Ooh, man. Yeah. That's that's a rough start to a man who has a rough life. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> Have you seen... Oh, my God. I got yeah. it. So, uh, I think I downloaded Annihilation. I might send you home with a flash drive. Yeah. Um, oh, no. I can I can definitely look it up with my... Uh, uh, never mind. I can't look it up with my completely legal sites. Yeah. Um, totally legal. Yeah. So, send me, send me home with the flash drive, friend. Cough, cough. <laughs> <laughs> um... There's this uh, the, there's this other movie called uh, Perfume, Perfume. Yeah, Perfume. <laughs> the story of a the story of a killer. Is it French? I it takes place in France, but I'm fairly certain the majority of it's in English. Okay. Um, but it's about this uh, it's about this guy who um, has the world's strongest sense of smell. And he was born under a fish market table. Uh Yeah. Bro. The girl just, like, gets under the table, shits out a baby, (laughs) and then, like, immediately stands up and is just, like, just selling fish with, like, a blank expression on her face. (laughs) And so he, like, gets put in, like, the kid's home, and he is, you know, completely separated from the world for, Mm -hmm. like, 18 years. Or whatever. And he gets out and he... Immediately is... vomits all over the place. Yeah. Projectile vomits. Just, sure, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Was I guessing accurately? I don't remember, actually. Because fucking... That's what I would do if I had the strongest sense of smell in the fucking world. Yeah. Everything <laughs> smells disgusting when you get down to the bare bones. So if you walk out of a sterile place for the first time in 18 years... Yeah. Your body's not gonna like you. Well, I think it takes place in like the 17th century. Oh, your body's definitely not gonna like you. Yeah, it was a lot less clean back yeah, then. But, I mean, the neither was like, but it was like you know a very Dickensian. Oh yeah, you know yeah. like uh like children's place where mm. they like forced labor and yeah. shit. And but he gets out and um he smells this girl. Wait, I think I've seen this, not necessarily seen this movie, but yeah. I've seen, like, this movie pop up on, like, some top ten lists I've seen on YouTube and shit. There's bits and pieces. Yeah, yeah. so, bits and pieces, like you said. Yeah. Like. <laughs> oh, my God. It's But it's, uh. Talking about this girl and bits and pieces and perfume, and yeah, let's, that's. It's, that's, very, it's yeah. very, it's very good. Okay, so oh. you've seen, I haven't seen it, seen it. There's yeah. one like that that I haven't seen that I've seen scenes from. I've heard it talked about and heard that it's confusing as fuck, and I'm all the way about it, and it's called Possum. Possum? Mm-hmm. I don't know dick about it. I've just seen, like, certain scenes from it. I've heard people talk about how, like, profound and confusing it can be, and I'm sold. Oh, yeah. I saw I saw a, a breakdown of this, because actually I was trying to think of what this movie was when we were talking about, like, the, like the uncanny valley mm-hmm. of like 
humanism. Oh yeah, yeah, that's a great one. Because it's you know the, at least from the scenes that I've seen. Oh god. Yeah. That's so scary. It has something to do with a mannequin or some shit like that. That he's mannequins head spider stuff. Don't yeah. know. Uh, from the breakdown that I've seen, that he, uh, the dude was a um, the dude was a like a children's. Like puppeteer. puppeteer that's yeah. what it was yeah and he gets like fired or something because he makes this horrifying fucking thing mm-hmm. and he um like that thing becomes you know it, it's you, you like I, I i think that at least from what i've seen like he's going crazy and he is like imagining all this stuff but i mean hey man it might actually come to life What's on your um? What's something that's on your to watch list that you haven't seen yet? Um, actually, before I go to that, okay. Uh, well, uh, I'm not positive right now if I'm being completely honest. Annihilation's on it. Most of the ones that are on my to watch list are coming out next year because of the COVID thing. Yeah, um, and the movies got yeah. got put on hold. Uh, A Quiet Place too. Uh, that's definitely on top of my watch list. I haven't seen the first one. Um, oh, it's phenomenal. It's fucking phenomenal. Is it not Bird Box? Because I hated that movie. It's not Bird Box. Bird Box is Dollar Store Quiet Place. Okay. Um, <laughs> fucking. But uh. But we have. But we have Quiet Place at home. Yeah. <laughs> but no. Okay. So uh, let me go back to what I was gonna talk about before I lose it. Um, I'm going to completely spoil one of my favorite horror movies that I've seen recently. That's to fine. You. Um. It's either the summer of 85 or the summer of 87. I can't remember the fucking numbers. Spoiler alert, y'all. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. spoiler alert. I'm going to completely fucking spoil it because this movie is genius. The summer of... Jesus Christ. It's either 85 or 87. Oh, God, what is going on? I hit a button and now there's code. Yeah, that's, that's script and I don't know what it means. Summer of... Of eighty of eighty four, the summer of eighty four. That could be it. That's what Google says. Yep, that's what it is. Okay. Um, summer of eighty four. Uh, it's on. It, I'm pretty sure it's a Shutter exclusive, right? So it's on Shutter dot com. Okay. Um, so think of it like Stranger Things, right? It has that Stephen King bunch of kids feel. It looks very Stranger Things esque, yeah. and it has that whole eighties vibe to it. Just gives you the summer of eighty four feel. So the premise, I will tell you, this is before the spoiler alert for anybody who actually wants to watch it beforehand or whatever. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so the premise is this kid thinks his next door neighbor, who is also a police officer, is a serial killer. Okay. There is a serial killer that's been going on in their town, and yeah. the kid is convinced that his neighbor, who is also a police officer, is a serial killer. Okay. So it's the story of this kid and his friends trying to prove that their neighbor is a serial killer. It's pretty fucking lighthearted, if uh, I do say so myself. <laughs> you, okay, so would you classify it as a horror movie? Yes, absolutely. Ah. Oh. oh. <laughs> And that's spoiler good, alert, this response. is this is where, if you want to watch it, skip forward, uh, I, I don't know, five, ten minutes, I don't fucking know. But, um... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> anywho, so they, uh... Blah, 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 a whole bunch of shit happens throughout the movie. Uh, about halfway through the movie, the police officer arrests the murderer. Ah. Right? Ah. So, uh... Kids are like, no, he's the murderer. How the fuck did he arrest someone? Yeah. That person's innocent, blah, 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 this yeah. and that. The kids are convinced. And, of course, all the adults are like, bro, shut the fuck up. Yeah. He's an adult. Like, he's the police officer. He did Let it. Let that man alone. Yeah. So, while he is on TV giving a speech about uh, 
catching the killer. The kids go search his house to try to find clues and shit like that. They wind up finding a disintegrated body, a half-disintegrated body in the fucking uh, bathtub. And that's the immediate fucking turn, like, holy shit, everything is real. You know what I mean? Like, everything's lighthearted up to that point. And then seeing that body holy shit it's real they turn around and try to run out this girl's all sorts of chained up and damn near dying in the fucking bathroom too and she's begging for help and this and that jesus and kids try to run out uh they tell their parents and this and that and the cop winds up getting arrested the police go into his house and save everybody and blah 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 whatever Um, happy endings well they don't catch him like ah. he he act, he winds up getting away, and ah. while the parents are at the uh, police station, uh, he winds up sneaking into their house, stealing the kids. Right, all of the kids. Damn. Yeah, winds up killing all of this boy's friends in front of him. Child murder. Oh right. My, oh my like, god. Straight up slitting a six year old's throat. Jesus. <laughs> And forcing, like, holding the kid by the fucking hair, forcing him to watch his friend bleed out. Like, see this? I want you to know that I'm not going to kill you right now. I'm going to leave you alive. And every single day, you're going to wonder if it's going to be the day that I come for you. And then that's the end of the fucking movie. Oh, my God. What? (laughs) And I was fucking floored. Like, genius. Bravo on my fucking Fuck, part. That, that twist, that, that turn came out of fucking complete left field for me. And it really did a good job of hitting you in the face with no. This is fucking real. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck movie you thought you were watching, but this is not Stranger Things. Yeah, this is not a, like, a feel-good movie. Yeah. But, um... It sounds like a movie I'm gonna have to watch without Lauren. She doesn't do too well with that. Child murder? Yeah. <laughs> not, I mean, not a lot of people do. She's, but... a, she's a normal human. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, that it, it was phenomenal. And I immediately looked up if there was a sequel, hoping to God that there wasn't. You know what I mean? Yeah, because bro. I'm like, this is, this is fucking oh, perfect. Like, I want to know what happens after that. But I want this story in particular to end here because that is what... That is, that is it. Yeah. And fucking... I looked up an interview with the directors and they said, no, there are no plans for a sequel. We will never make a sequel for this because the only thing that makes this movie a horror movie is its ending. Yeah. And how it makes you feel at the end. That's what makes this a horror movie. (laughs) And I'm like, it's, I don't know, man. It got me in like the whole like art form type thing. You know what I mean? Like keeping it one genre completely until the like, a half hour before to the end of the movie and no this is a horror movie <laughs> like, awesome it's it, it was phenomenal it was very well written um that yeah uh there's there's a um there's a movie that's on my that i want to watch list that mm-hmm. i um haven't been able to bring myself to watch it's called uh, the house that jack built yep have you seen it uh i've heard of it I'm, i haven't watched it probably won't yeah, I have it downloaded. Mm-hmm. I mean, on my legal streaming site. Yeah, no, that's uh, um, the house that Jack built isn't. Uh, have you watched analysis of it? Yes. Okay, so if I tell you, if I'm like the house that Jack built, isn't that the one where at the end, blah blah blah, 
Yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Cool. I, I know the movie because I. I I, he I winds up building a uh, house out of all of the bodies that he built. Yes. It's in hell. Yeah. All right, cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, uh, well, yeah I've like, heard of that one. It, it takes this, like, Dante's Inferno. Yeah, uh, Verge. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. It, it takes, like, that kind of twist at the end of it. Yeah. It's fucking spoilers. I thought that was interesting. Yeah. yeah. But, like, um, I, I'm, I, 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 I was about 15 minutes into it, and um, when he's, uh, he gets Uma Thurman, mm-hmm. and... Uh, well, yeah, well, because uh, uh, she, she adrenaline shot. She's a she's like hitchhiking, and he picks her up. Oh, okay. And, um, she's going on about all these like you know she's talking about tropes about mm. how like you could be a serial killer, and I mm. would never know that. And he's just like, yeah, <laughs> I, I you know right. you never know. I could be. Speaking of tropes and shit like that, yeah. I recently rewatched the first Scream. I just don't think I've ever seen any of those Do movies. Do yourself a fucking favor, dude. Yeah. Watch, I don't give a fuck about anything past the first one. Okay. Watch the first Scream. That movie is fucking genius. Really? Yes. Like absolutely. A, like Cabin in the Woods? Yes. Kinda. Absolutely. That flavor. I personally think that Scream is better than Cabin in the Woods. Wow. As far as a satire on the horror genre goes. absolutely. fucking Whilst still being a horror movie? perfect it is a cool. perfect slasher movie it, and it is it is a perfect slasher movie as in your average joe who doesn't know anything about the art of making a movie yeah will absolutely love it as a slasher movie and anybody who knows anything about their weight in fucking horror movies and like horror history will pick up on every little fucking thing that they are putting in there yeah. for you like re-watching it as an as an adult uh, there are certain things with the phone calls and shit that you will catch. You yeah. know what I mean? Like fucking. Like, oh, and, I, I recognize this. Well, in the opening scene, uh, she goes, he goes, he says something about like, well, what's your name? And she goes, well, why? He's like, I want to know who I'm looking at. Yeah. What? I want to know who I'm talking to. Shit like that, right? <laughs> and then like, oh, <laughs> I, I don't want to say anything more. Just go into it. And Matthew Lillard is the best person in the world. Is that the guy that played Scooby-Doo? Yes. That played Shaggy? Yes. Yeah, he was yeah. in 13 Ghosts. He was in 13 Ghosts and... Super, under- S- super underrated actor. Scream is his best role that I've ever fucking seen him wow, in. Wow, okay. Like, I fucking fell in love with his character after Sweet. re-watching it. Like, okay. He, uh, so you know, do you know about the twist at the end of Scream? Um... I, uh, I'm not going to tell you anything then. I'll, I'll just let you know that it takes everything to do with the slasher genre and turns it on its fucking ear. It's on my. It's on the tip of my tongue. I I know that I've seen the ending of it where I think it's Matthew because he's stay, like standing in the kitchen. There are two killers. Ah, <laughs> two oh, two of them were yeah a, a twist. <laughs> yeah, it it was it was two of them instead of just your average one fucking killer because yeah. it's Ghostface. Like, so uh, we were talking about Dead by Daylight earlier. Um, bro, don't get me started. <laughs> like, <laughs> so like, there's um like I've 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 seen just some gameplay videos of it mm-hmm. and shit like that. Um. And so, like the characters that you were talking about, are those the are those people are the, or are those characters that the developers made? Yes. Okay. Yes. Cool. They have a bunch of original characters, both survivors and killers. Yeah. And they also have a bunch of licensed characters, both survivors and killers. So, for instance, for licensed people, uh, Ghostface is on there. 
Um, yeah. Leatherface. He's actually the guy that I play. Uh, Leatherface, oh, really? fucking Pyramid Head. Yeah. Um, on the survival side, Cheryl Mason from Silent Hill. Oh. Uh, Nancy Wheeler and Steve Harrington yeah. from Stranger Things. Uh-huh. Uh, the Demogorgon's in it. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. Ash, Ash Williams from Evil Dead. He's Evil a survivor. Dead, yeah. That's cool. Um, Bill Overbeck from Left 4 Dead, the Left 4 Dead series. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's... He's in there. Um, that's pretty wild. And they have very rich backstories for pretty much all of their original characters. I'm going to have to check this out. I wonder how, how much is it? I wonder. I'm going to look on Steam. Uh, I want to say 30 to 35 probably. That's not terrible. Yeah, I think it's like 35 maybe 40 for the uh, Silent Hill edition, which gets you pyramid-headed Cheryl Mason. Oh. But yeah, it's in... Here, go closer. Oh, sorry. Oh, you're cool. <laughs> It is an asymmetric uh, competitive game, basically. So uh, four survivors, uh, a team of four survivors spawn into the place. Uh, There are seven generators that you have to fix around the map. Or seven generators around the map. You have to fix five of them in order to power the exit and escape. There is one killer whose job is to specifically kill all four people. Who'd have fucking thought? Yeah, right? Um, Gasp. <clears throat> Shock and awe. But yeah. Uh, each match is always radically different. Oh, bro, it's 20 bucks. It's 20 bucks just for the base game? Fuck yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah. And then you can get the the Deluxe Edition for 30 and then uh, the Silent Hill Edition or the Stranger Things Edition for thirty-one forty-seven. But um, like, if I don't get either of those, I wonder if I'm able to play against people that uh yes okay cool yes you just don't have access to those characters yourself i mean yeah whatever you'll have access to the maps and everything too because uh hawkins laboratory from stranger things yeah yeah that's a map on there oh neat yeah um that's kind of cool midwick elementary school from silent hill that's a map on there um give me pictures i don't want to see videos right now and all honesty um the dlcs help a lot because the fucking for each character they have different perks right yeah different things that will let them do different things and a lot of the dlc's characters perks are dope yeah super (laughs) like for instance if you're gonna play killer you're gonna want to get the leatherface dlc because he has a perk called barbecue and chili that just doubles the amount of points that you get so yeah, exactly and it's leatherface so obviously the barbecue and chili is it's it's his people oh so we're the greatest people so people but um <laughs> leatherface is so scary <laughs> he's like he's like one of my he's, he's one of the goofiest motherfuckers in the game oh really like, all he does is fucking grunt right yeah. <laughs> oh yeah chainsaw above his head and shit like that oh man and like uh bringing leatherface like down to the bare bones of what he is he's not really a scary horror movie person right because he's not going to kill people don't get me wrong he's a fucking cannibal yeah but if you watch the fucking texas chainsaw shit bubba's fucking terrified 
Like, oh, yeah. The, the only reason that any of this is as scary as it is is because a giant man terrified for his life is coming at for you with a fucking chainsaw. Yeah. Wearing someone else's face. But that's besides the point. Yeah. Um, no, if you get into, like, the story of it. Yeah. Know, he's, like, he's a fucking... He's a sympathetic character to a certain extent because he kills and eats people, but yeah. he's, he's trying to protect his family. And fucking... His whole, like, it's his character, after you realize what the fuck he is, is one of the most comical fucking characters, like, that is oh, in the but, horror genre. But that, that scene where, like, he busts out the door, and she, like, oh yeah like, yeah running, the, and the, he just grabs, the flailing. oh, dude, yeah. and just his fucking refrigerator of a man arms just is like, ah. Shouldn't have been in the house. Yeah, straight up. Shouldn't have been in the house. Shouldn't have been there. Like, <laughs> there's no reason to be in that house. You done fucked up. Like, you done ran into Bubba, you startled him, and now you're dead. Like, don't startle Bubba. Well, like, the, <laughs> it's also, like, the, the whole thing of, like, you know, your car breaks down, and, you know, you go to just some, like, rando's house, and they're like, oh, come inside. Yeah. No. No. I'm not going in there. Absolutely not. Fuck no. See, the thing is... If my car breaks down, I'm probably not going to some rando's house. Oh, yeah. I'm, I, I'm going to the first gas station. Yeah. I have a cell phone. Yeah. Nowadays, business owners, such as the owners of gas stations, have a tendency to videotape their fucking stores. Yeah, right. <laughs> Straight up. Ergo, fuck going to a house. I'll keep walking the six miles to the gas station. Yeah, Thank I, you. I'll walk. <laughs> like, I'm happy walking. I'm happy walking and living. <laughs> fucking... Um, but no, what's on my list? Uh, we were talking the quiet yeah. place, yeah. a quiet place. You should absolutely watch that. That should skyrocket to the top of your list. Cool. Because it, there aren't many words spoken in it. Yeah. It's all and, deaf people, right? Yeah. Oh no, no, it's not all deaf people. Or mute. Mute. No. Nope. Mm. The villain is a, we don't know where the fuck they came from, but basically we think they're aliens, right? That. If it makes sound, it gets murdered. Period. Like anything that makes any kind of a sound, like yeah. step on a twig the wrong way, and something's within a mile radius of you, it's going to make a beeline to wherever the fuck you are and murder the shit out of you. So, in other words, stay completely fucking silent at all times. Yeah. Mm. But I mean, like, you, you can, you're going to tell me nobody ever, like, sneezed? Uh, exactly. Like, <laughs> exactly. So, coughed. and I don't want to spoil anything for you, but there are many, many, many situations in this movie yeah. where screaming is not something that you want to do. It's a gut reaction that you have to fucking control because if you scream, you are fucking dead. Yeah. Oh, and oh, just God. that principle yeah. adds so much tension to the fucking movie. Just, I like t I like tension in movies. It, this this is this movie is a masterclass in tension. Cool. Yeah, <laughs> I'll check it out. It's it's phenomenal, and not to mention like the fact that it puts so much emphasis on you can't make any noise. It makes it so that scenes in which they are actively talking to each other. Yeah. Because or just like it's it well it makes them matter more. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, there's, there's gravity. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And how they do it is pretty clever. Cool. Still, yeah. Watch, watch that. Okay. John Krasinski impressed the fuck out of me. Yeah, because I watched, uh, I watched Bird Box. Mm, meh. That movie's dog shit. Very meh. 
It was made from a fucking book. And oh, really? The book apparently wasn't that popular. <laughs> it was obviously popular <laughs> enough to be made a video of, or to be have a movie made of it. However, it was very obvious that this movie was based off of a book, specifically to get the fans of said book to watch the movie. Yeah. And with its close annotation, or close relation to the style of A Quiet Place. It was it was uh, quote unquote timed perfectly. You know what which, I mean. Which one came out first? You know, Quiet Place. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, Technically, the book Bird Box came out first, but yeah, but yeah. fucking whatever. Um, uh, check. Uh, I was talking to Corey about this. You should check out this documentary called. Um, nope, not gonna do it. Oh, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so good. <laughs> what is it? It's called a. Uh, it's called Horror in Red, White, and Blue. Or somewhere around there. Well, something like something, something about that. Uh, and like we were just talking about how, like, just the, you know, you were talking about Scream, um, yeah, and how like it is a, uh, you know, kind of like a commentary of horror movies. Mm. And so this documentary goes through. Oh yeah, nightmares, nightmares in red, white, and blue, mm-hmm. and it's about the evolution of the American horror film. You know, I think I might have seen this or in passing on Shutter. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, if it's um, on there, man, you should just you should check it out because there are a lot of horror documentaries on Shutter. Uh, one of my favorite ones that I came across recently was Horror Noir, which is a history of black horror. Noir, noirer, N O I R. Yeah, I'm trying to combine the words. Noir, noirer, anyway um fucking but yeah uh like black people horror or yes absolutely oh okay absolutely and i uh, a i learned a lot and b it showed me that most of the horror movies that i loved when i was a kid were technically culturally black horror movies really such as Candyman, which rewatching oh, it as an God. adult, obviously it was. You yeah, know what I mean? For sure. But watching it as a six year old, I had no fucking idea. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I had no idea what I was watching. That was just regular shit to me because I grew up in places like that. You they, know what I mean? They're remaking Candyman. I know. And it not they. Jordan Peele yeah. is remaking oh, Candyman, oh which is fucking perfect. God. Speaking of Jordan Peele. Something on my list of things that I need to watch, yeah. also pertaining to H.P. Lovecraft, Lovecraft Country, HBO. I'm, Jordan Peele produced it. I'm so, so fucking happy that it is a like the cast are all people of color. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. It is a huge dick slap to H.P. Lovecraft. Yes. It's crazy yes. racist. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> it's just like fuck you, man. And uh, like I, I'm waiting for more of it to come out because I know it's a episode by episode thing, yeah. and I'm gonna want to binge this because. Oh, for sure. I just eat everything Lovecraft. So yeah. Speaking of eating everything Lovecraft, I'm sorry. What What are you? I was just looking up. Uh, okay. Yeah, I was looking up uh, the Candyman, but I've um. I, no. I, I What I wanted to talk about was that uh, that nightmares in red, white, and blue. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Thing. Go on. Well, because it's it's going through like how, you know, how America's fears are portrayed differently about you know because um. It, it it where it really shines is where like it starts talking about like like the slasher movies of the sixties and seventies and stuff and where like you know especially around you know the turn of the century where like Saw became popular mm, yeah because people saw 
you know, 9-11 and there's all these fucking horrible things and reality is so much scarier than Mm -hmm. whatever you were seeing in the movies because, you know, and that's when, you know, in like, that's when people were just trying to be like, oh, there's a Freddy versus Jason, duh. Right. And it's like, dude, that's not scary like mm. nobody get your fucking an action movie yeah you're fucking milking a dead cow same thing with alien versus predator I, I wasn't a big fan of that either oh both alien and predator have enough of a universe yeah. to make movies forever yeah not only that but to make they have the potential to make good fucking movies forever right. it's just a matter of spending the money on or taking a chance on the writers that actually have the capacity to do it yeah and not just like okay cool mechanically this puzzle piece here this goes here this goes here all right now make a fucking movie yeah like mm. good luck mm. but uh but yeah so like it uh you know it's it goes about like the original you know like people in you know vietnam mm-hmm. and stuff where you know it got to be more than just like the thing and you know um you know horror movies that were made a lot in like the like the 40s and 50s mm-hmm. you know because there was a there were a lot of times in the the 40s and 50s horror movies it's talking about you know a group of people turning against you know good it's when mm-hmm. you know a lot of zombie movies were first starting to come out and that was starting to get like a thing yeah. because you know these this mindless you know group of people coming after you mm-hmm. they're dealing with like nazis yeah and stuff like that and you could see a lot of parallels between like what was going on there and you know just the fears of america well romero uh dawn of the dead was never supposed to be political oh no it wasn't but it just so happened that the best person for the main role that tried out was a black dude yeah and everything else was just unreasonably poetic after that yeah <laughs> well and i mean i i while it wasn't meant to be political, I think it sunk. I think that's one of the reasons why it had stuck around for so long is mm-hmm. that it had, it had sunk into the psyche mm-hmm. of like what Americans were really fearful at uh, at the time. Yeah, or fearful, yeah. fearful of it. Absolutely. And that and the the documentary talks a lot about that. I see. Uh, fuck. What is it? The Obey. Oh yeah. What's the name of that shit? Goddamn. Um, it's with Roddy oh, Roddy Piper. They it's, live. They live. Yeah. Yes. Terrible fucking movie. I wasn't a fan of it. It either. was. It was yeah. a terrible fucking movie. But the premise resonates. The, yeah. Like we're talking. I mean, we're talking American horror. You yeah. know what I'm saying? How much more American horror do you get than Roddy Piper, who is an Irish caricature? However, that's besides the fucking point. Yeah. He's an American <laughs> wrestler. <laughs> But, like, you know, uh, that was the get out of its time. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, it's it's talking about consumerism. It's talking about race relations. It's talking about, you know, this conglomerate thing that you can't see. Put the glasses on. Put the glasses on, man. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, fuck, what did you say earlier? I was just about to go off on a tangent about something else. Oh, Lovecraft Country? Uh, no, we were talking about, we were talking about uh, uh, the American stuff. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Fuck it. Uh, Whatever. Oh, dude. Um, I remember. Uh, watch the terror. Okay. It is a, it is an AMC show, um, directed by Ridley Scott, and it is. I'll show you a scene from it later. Okay. But it is. Um, 
wholly unsettling. Okay. The entire buildup of the thing. It's so it's kind of like Beyond the Black Rainbow. Uh, I don't think I've seen that. Really? Yeah, Beyond the Black Rainbow. I think that's what it's called. I was pretty sure you were the one that showed it to me. If not, then I took note and I was like, I need to show Ty Fry. <laughs> no, wow, this looks. It's a fucking trip, dog. This looks. It's a fucking trip, wild. Dog. Mm. Okay. So yeah, I've got the color out of space. <laughs> Beyond the Black Rainbow in the summer of '84. And Mandy. Mandy's great. Okay, so you see yeah, that, dude. <laughs> Fuck yeah. I really want his shirt. Bro, like, <laughs> once again, Nick Cage is fucking perfect for movies like that. Nick Cage is a good, like, Nick Cage is a good horror, exactly, thriller Exactly. Man. Well, he really is. He plays, he plays dad well. Yep. And he plays fucking nuts well. Mm-hmm. Like. Holy fuck. Mm-hmm. Like Jack Nichols, like <laughs> I do not want to say that he's a modern Jack Nicholson. Well, besides, besides Jack, or not Jack Nicholson, uh, fucking Nick Cage. Besides yeah. Nick Cage's portrayal in Mandy, that movie in and of itself is it. Um, it's hard to describe, right? Yeah. Oh, but for sure. It is definitely like. A product of a certain time and i can't put my finger on what time that is but it is hyper stylized and it is fucking phenomenal in everything that it does yeah like the the cinematography the scene where the cult leader is giving the speech to mandy and the face is going halfway through his and hers and it reminded me a lot of into the void that's something else i was going to fucking tell you to watch oh no, yeah oh, dude I, I actually am upset at that movie. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because, like, on it, it's on every... It's on so many lists of, like, movies to watch when you're tripping. <laughs> Got you. And I, I went into it sober, and I was like, fuck no. This shit is gross. A lot. And it's a lot. A lot. It's talking about really unhappy things. Mm-hmm. And when I'm tripping... It's kind of like, yeah, go ahead, take... Uh, fucking 10 strip and watch requiem for a dream oh lord like uh, yeah. go to town have a no. good time I'm like, n- I'm n- <laughs> i've never seen that movie i i know there's no need to uh, like, yeah uh, I, I understand like uh, i might show it to my kid when they're like 14 but yeah. i know i know the i know the <clears throat> the dangers of right <laughs> drugs and fucking weird sex stuff yep all that stuff yeah i'll um, I'll, I'll just eat butt in the comfort of my own home and yeah be fine like fine, fine, fine. like Deeper, deeper. <laughs> <laughs> but uh no besides into the void there's another one that i was going to say called the void is that the is that the stephen king one where it has a really unhappy that's the mist yeah that's the mist that and uh, now mind you stephen king did not come up with that extremely unhappy ending oh, <laughs> the book ended very differently well the book ended with them just driving off into the mist fucking uh the ending for the movie was something that the directors did, like, on the fly. And when Stephen King saw it, he straight up told him, he was like, I wish I had thought of that. That ending is fucking phenomenal. Oh, God. Really? What, the Void? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, yeah. Well, no, I'm... Uh, oh, the ending, yeah. The yeah, ending that's, of... That, yeah. yeah. It, the ending that of that ending was phenomenal. It was absolutely well fucking done. Okay, but, I'll yeah. Watch, watch The Void. Yeah, The Void is... A different kind of Lovecraftian than the color out of space is. 
It looks wild. It, it, it is pretty fucking wild. And it is hard to keep up with. Just remember while you're watching it that you're watching a movie that is based off of a Lovecraft story. Oh, okay. So shit is going to... F- Get bananas. Yes. Yeah. So in other words, pay attention because it will lose you when it goes bananas. Um, Another Lovecraftian one that came out recently that I fucking hated because it was a surprise Lovecraft and I didn't like it at the fuck all. Oh, the uh, the void under underwater. Oh, it has yeah. Kristen Stewart. That's on my it, that that was on my. Uh, she's got she's got a shaved head in that. Yeah, she does. Yeah, she's hot. fucking. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. And she does a like the whole first part of the movie. Oh, be still, yeah. my frothing loins, <laughs> bro. Hello. I'm saying though. Goodness gracious. <laughs> but no, the uh, the first half of the movie is pretty good because it's dealing with an imploding undersea lab at the bottom of the Marianas Trench. So, tension is immediately through the fucking roof and they're in an enclosed space and this and that. And If it was just about an underwater sea lab imploding in the bottom of the Marianas Trench, I'd be about it. But at, like, towards the end, they pan up the camera and fucking Cthulhu's there. (laughs) (laughs) Like, it's supposed to be like a, uh, I think it was supposed to be like a modern day retelling of The Shadow Over Innsmouth or some stupid shit like that. Oh, okay. And the 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 Cthulhu reveal at the end was just fucking it was not well done. I didn't like it at the fuck all. Oh, the the ending of it? Yeah, yeah. It was yeah. just oh, it was Cthulhu the whole time. Dude, <laughs> dude check out Annihilation, man. Yeah. I, I it, well, it's a Netflix original, so I think it might be on there, but it is it is a it is a quintessential supernatural horror movie. What got me with uh, fucking Annihilation is that it looked like an anime story. Uh, something happened yeah. to Earth and everything to do with DNA is all sorts of fucked up. Yeah. So. I can see that. We have really weird ass mutated zombie bears murdering the shit out of things. Yep. And well, the, the- kind of like what After Earth should have been. Yes, for sure. Mm-hmm. Well, the, the the main synopsis of Annihilation is um, there is this thing that's called the Shimmer, and it looks like uh, what happens if you mix like water and gasoline. Mm-hmm. It's this like super rainbowy thing, but it's coming. It's growing out of this like small little place. And I think it's like I think it's in like. I think it's in like New in like New Hampshire or something like that. Just, you know, north northeast America. And it's it's growing and it's enveloping everything and eventually it will eat the planet. <laughs> well, and um they've sent like teams of people. They've sent thank you. <laughs> uh, they sent teams of people. Not there's no radio. Like you can't go in there and like see anything. Mm-hmm. But the basis of it is, once you get in there, it starts to like take apart and splice your DNA mm-hmm. until it's you know you're this bare bones thing and everything is getting mixed together mm-hmm. and there's new species of flower that are just like growing and it's like the they send like so they send a team of uh women in mm. and which is kind of cool because it's like you know um i always get i always get stoked when the, like you see like a female-led good mm-hmm. horror movie yeah 
because like I watched the 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 Ghostbusters reboot, mm-hmm. and it was bad. It was just bad. It was all just the way bad. bad. It was the jokes. Like besides the, the fact that everybody's pissed off about the fact that they're women, what the fuck ever. I'm fine. At least yeah. try to make a good fucking movie so that I can like it. Yeah. And they couldn't. I th- <laughs> I think even I think even women that were stoked about like getting like an all female Ghostbusters cast, I think even they were just like. What the fuck is yeah, this? Yeah, like, come the fuck on. It's bad. Like, uh, I'm here to be pandered to, not pandered to. Yeah. Like, yeah, uh, for sure. But, um... But, uh, there's, like, a botanist, a marine, a, um... Like, a molecular scientist. And so they send all... They send this, this team of people into the Shimmer to find out what is going on. Mm-hmm. And they just find out that everything is mutating. And I... Oh, fuck. I really want to show you the final scene. Because nope. it is one of the trippiest things. That, that is I one have, that I'll be watching. I have ever seen. Mm-hmm. It is... um, You know that... uh. That blockhead music video, Enter Spaceman, where it's like yes. purple and it's all <laughs> folding in on Got itself. You. It's fucking that times a million because you're it's that and you're terrified of Fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. So good. You know, so good. Space Odyssey. Uh more or less. Yeah. Well, Space Odyssey in twenty twenty. Yeah. On Earth. Yeah. Without the big baby at the end. I forgot about the big baby yeah. at the end. And the white room. Yeah. It's like, what the fuck am I looking at? I have, oh. I, I have a lot of... I have a lot of... Um, my buddy Chris. Uh, Chris Glover. That works at... Uh, 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 that worked at Old Crown. And uh, one of the other bartenders there. That's like one of his favorite movies. And mm. I disagree with him a lot mm. about it. Just because... I think the ending is stupid. 2001? Yeah, 2001. Oh, yeah, yeah, 2001 yeah, yeah. Space Odyssey. Yeah, absolutely. I think that I think the end of that movie is stupid. Mm-hmm. And I can I can hear people screaming at me right now. Oh, you stupid. It's fucking you're just not smart enough to get it. Fuck you. Mm-hmm. I don't care. It you know, I I get it. It's about you know rebirth and monkeys. What the fuck ever. Don't care. Yeah, but you know, even, <laughs> but even like the monkeys, man. Like you know, it's about it's about the catalyst. Yeah, you know that you know that the big thing was the catalyst for monkeys using tools mm-hmm. for the first time, and thus kicks off evolution as we know it. And he at the end of it, he, the big space baby is him evolving. Into a higher thing. A good old star child. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Nah, son. Because Prometheus did the same thing, and everybody said that was garbage. Oh, God, I remember Prometheus. Prometheus did the exact same thing. I remember Prometheus. Like, the um, the movie opened with whatever the fuck they were starting life on Earth. Yeah. Like, the whole movie was on a spaceship with fucking a rogue AI trying to fuck you. Uh. Prometheus was basically alien and a space odyssey combined and that's the thing man like Hal Mm. is terrifying (laughs) I have a podcast for you oh really yeah okay it's called Mars Fall what's it about expedition to Mars 
Uh, there's going to be a colony set up and everything and catastrophic failure on landing in episode one and everything afterwards is trying to fix a thing that's unfucking fixable with two AIs. Oh man. Mm -hmm. It just reminds me of the Martian. I got to read that again. Yeah. Oh man. (laughs) Have you, have you read it? I've watched it recently. Mm-hmm. Um, are you a reader? Are you uh, much of a reader? I read it. I read it before it came out. Oh, okay. You sent it to me. Oh, neat. yeah, yeah, right yeah. On. Good shit. God, and then fuck. when it came out, we fucking watched it That's in so theaters. Good. Oh yeah, we did go mm-hmm. see it together, didn't we? Yeah, we did. Fuck. Yeah, The Martian was fucking dope. I love that movie, man. Love the, film, <laughs> love the movie. Love everything about it. But yeah, no, that Marsfall podcast. They uh. So on top of all the hardships of catastrophic failure of landing on Mars in the first place and not having any way to rescue you and you got to make do with what you got, you have AIs working both with you and against you. So yeah, interesting stuff. And every, uh, every episode is set as a data log, a story from one person's perspective. Oh, that's kind of neat. And a lot of them come from the AI's perspective. Whoa, really? Mm -hmm. Which is really fucking neat. And it is time for a commercial break. We'll be back after a word from our sponsor. I am cool with that. Uh, pause. Well, after our commercial break, we've had a quite a uh, quite a varied musical showing. Brendan, mm. Brendan showed me clipping. A little bit of a distraction. Yeah, yeah, clipping, clipping, clipping. Super dope. They uh style themselves as noise rap. A really cool thing about David Diggs, the front and yeah. he uh. The way that he writes things, he doesn't use first person. I noticed that. Yeah, he's, he's a storyteller. He doesn't. He doesn't. Have, uh, in hip hop, the most used word is "I." Yeah, and, and that yeah. kind of goes with like the popular style stylings of the genre and what hip hop on the radio is playing. You know what I mean? Oh, I'm yeah. this. I'm that. You do this, I'm gonna do this, I'm this, I'm that, all that fucking self-promotion yeah. things, Self- you know what I mean? Self-aggrandizing And uh, kind of like what I was saying earlier about, like, the medium of storytelling. Like, storytelling can be used through literally any fucking medium. And uh, the man is a modern-day Aesop. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I like that. Yeah. And the producers they hardly ever use any like actual instruments you know what i mean yeah like at least nowadays like that like one of the songs is based on david diggs as a character running down the street and the beat itself is made out of the different sounds that he would hear as he's running down the street oh that's wild like during a certain part in that song he's running past a car that is playing a beat that just so happens to go along with the rhythm of the words that he's saying oh that's pretty cool shit, shit like that yeah yeah it's God, creative that's, shit that's super creative yeah holy shit yeah because like uh, i remember i remember when you first showed me and it was a, a lot of that you know that like static yeah and i can't get behind that yeah it's 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 finding rhythm where there is none yeah and it's it's a very niche thing it's yeah. definitely not everybody's thing get on but I, I don't know i just i i appreciate the fuck out of the artistry no matter how grating to my ears it is and i think that goes <laughs> into my appreciation of horror too like it, no matter how much the vision that i am getting is unsettling and not supposed to be yeah I appreciate the story that it's telling, so I deal with the parts of it that I don't 
quote-unquote like as in don't get me wrong someone dying is not necessarily something that you like to see but as a storytelling medium it's it's an important part of said story it's not pretty yeah exactly neither was llama ball Uh, yeah no (laughs) alpaca ball alpaca ball yeah Yeah, alpaca ball i specifically always say it like the alpaca ball because obviously alpaca ball that shit was gnarly (laughs) um yeah i should bring a little bit of the terror uh shit looks interesting that that diving scene it's a really good uh atmosphere wise it reminds me of uh fucking the haunting of hill house oh yes like very much so necessarily unreasonably terrifying you know what i mean yeah just something's wrong and i don't want to be here anymore Uh like let's fucking leave now before something happens like the whole series is saturated mm -hmm. that specifically that's fucking phenomenal yeah i really dig it um uh, speaking of aesop you heard uh the gate right aesop's new single i haven't no bro i've I've been uh, waiting for an album okay we're gonna we're gonna pause this Uh, real uh, fast because you got to hear this about it and okay i'm glad you heard that already yeah he's he's fucking i love the fact that like he's growing as a producer as well yeah because i think he did the beats for i think he did like the majority of the beats for i'm this pretty album. positive that since uh skeleton he's done his own beats but i'm not i'm not sure yeah, that all of skeleton was his i know the impossible kid was mostly his yeah the impossible kid was most, mostly his um <laughs> He did a he did a soundtrack for a video game mm-hmm. actually. I think he might have done quite a few on Nunshell Pass too, but I don't know if he did the whole album once again. No, uh, Blockhead. Blockhead did a lot of that. Yeah? yeah. So Catacomb Kids was Blockhead. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Seems very similar stylistically. Mm-hmm. Mm. And Pigs. Yeah. Yeah. Pigs. Nunshell Pass. Mm-hmm. Um. I can't think of any other fucking song from that album right now. Catacomb Kids. Yeah. Mm. But, um, uh, something about a lawn. Fucking f- fryer yeah. starter from Skeleton. Something about Bob's Donuts. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, dude, uh, fucking, uh, Hail Mary Mallon. <laughs> dude, What's that? Uh, what? You haven't no, heard that? No, no, I haven't. Oh, oh, God. Okay. Well, hold on. Okay, so that was Hail Mary Mallon. And we're back. Happy to be on the food chain at all. Happy to be on the food chain at all. That's, that's, that's dope. I yeah. like that. That was a super... <clears throat> yeah, that's good. Have um, you heard much of LP's solo stuff? No, I haven't. I've been wanting to get into his solo stuff, do, though. Do yourself a favor and do it. Yeah. However, I will let you know that his beats are off the fucking wall. Sweet. Yeah, they're all over the fucking place. Because he does all the beats for Run the Jewels. Uh, him and uh, Mike. Mike makes... Oh, really? Yeah. Mike makes Run the Jewels palatable for the general population. Sweet. Like, uh, it, <laughs> LP's solo stuff is... A little, cra- is, a little uh, crazier? Yeah, yeah. It's 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 more for the hip-hop fans. Hip-hop. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, the beats are not what you are here for. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, uh, you're here to listen to LP say whatever the fuck he wants. And LP is fucking so good. He's really fucking good. Like, Jesus Christ. Because mm. I, lo- I love, you know, I like Killer Mike's, you know, like, I love his punchline, I love his flow, I love his delivery and all that shit. Um, but uh, LP is, again, a perfect, you know, jelly to mm. Killer Mike's peanut butter. What's funny about Run the Jewels, fucking, have you seen on YouTube that they did a Holy Kalama vote? I saw um, when we were when we were looking up uh, music just now. I saw a thing about it. Yeah. And it, uh, who? What it is is uh, well, Run the Jewels' newest album, right? Okay. Uh, they well, they haven't obviously haven't toured for it because the Rona. Yeah, 
but um, they did a full performance from front to back, and I, I, I saw it posted on YouTube, and uh, it was basically a promotion, like, adults, oh, no, it was on Adult Swim, that's yeah, what it was. Well, it was uh, Ben and Jerry's. Yeah, it was a fucking telethon, dude. Like it was, it was styled as a telethon. Like, call in, yeah. uh, uh, pledge your vote. Blah blah blah. This that. This, yeah. this motherfucker is forty five minutes long. Yeah, and it was uh, on hosted by on the Eric Andre. Oh God! Right, Jesus. Um, <laughs> so they had little like intermissions from Eric Andre talking about the vote and shit like that. Yeah, and then they'd come back to run the jewels, right? Well, I was watching that special with uh, my homie Eddie, and I was turning to Eddie halfway through it and i'm like you know killer mike's dope he does wonderful things with these beats after whatever and Mm -hmm. fucking he can spit lp's the rapper's rapper here you know what i mean lp's the one to listen to and then literally no sooner do i see that than they play the song walking in the snow right which is dope as shit it's super dope but when killer mike's verse came halfway through they dropped out the instrumental and made him acapella it and Obviously, Ooh. being unreasonably impressed, I'm like, "All right, cool." It's like they heard me. Uh, yeah. Killer Mike's not that much of a rapper, this, that, blah, 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 blah. but he's a really good musician in this. And then he's like, Killer Mike just comes with his acapella. It's like, shut the fuck up, <laughs> like, shut the fuck up. You don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> God, uh, System of Down just uh, released a new song. I've been putting it off because I'm afraid of not liking it. Yeah, same. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. Uh, I, I've heard everybody super excited about it, but I'm terrified. There's, <laughs> there's so many like of the uh, of the like the older bands that I would re- that I really love to listen to, mm, and not, they just come out with like stuff that's not good. Not to mention the fact that they were obviously an overly political band. Oh, They're sure. super Armenian as fuck, yeah. and they split because of I'm assuming political differences. <laughs> I, would, I, would, like, I would imagine. It so, seemed yeah. like they did not fucking like each other when they split. At the fuck all. Well, I'm glad they're back together. I would be if I didn't have the sneaking suspicion that they were running out of money. Ouch. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's the only reason that I'm holding back on it is because, yeah, it's a, it's dope that they're back together. We needed them four years ago, but, yeah, it's dope uh, they're back together now. It seems like they might be running out of money, and it might be obviously convenient for them to get back together, put out some money, and yeah. maybe tour, but they can't, which po- is probably why they're putting out an album, because they can't tour and make their money anymore. It's some political shit going on. Like, well, I'm like uh, that's when like when Rage came back. No, mind you, these are all just theories. I'm not like putting down System of a Down. Oh yeah, it's, totally. It's, it's whatever. Well, and like mm. you know, like Rage Against the Machine was going like we're go- they were gonna go on tour, but then the Rona hit, and tickets were like three hundred dollars, man. Yeah, because they knew what they had. I'm like I I, I, I can't I can't knock them for that. Oh no, because a they probably didn't want to do it in the first place. Yeah. B. Uh, fucking... If I could charge $300 for a ticket... Absolutely. Totally would. And see, they know for a fact, regardless, they could charge four figures for these tickets and they're going to sell out. Yeah, people like, people still go. Yeah. So, like, Rage, don't get me wrong, the idea that a fucking populist rock band is charging $300 a ticket, right? Yeah. But... It's business, man. Like, uh, Rage is one of the biggest rock bands of all time, bar none. Yeah. Like, make your money, you, you could say you 2 you could make an argument for Queen. Yeah. You could absolutely make an argument for Rage among those two. Oh, for sure. Like, period. For sure. At least here in America. I don't know how they are 
around the world. You know what I mean? Queen and fucking U2 are international yeah. stars, but I'm pretty positive that Rage Against the Machine is too. You know, Rage is, Rage is one of those like quintessential American things. Yeah. Like, well, I mean, well, their biggest album, what was the cover? The, uh, the, the Burning uh, Monk. Yeah, The Monk. Yeah. Fucking, yeah. I wouldn't doubt that that album in particular yeah. resonated around the world if their government didn't keep them from listening to it. Yeah. Because there's like, you know, Testify. Yeah. And, um, Sleep Now in the Fire. Yeah. Mm, fucking. Um, I think that's, uh, that's the one that has, uh, Gorilla Radio. Yeah, it is. It, it yeah. is. Which, uh, Tony Hawk fans around the world. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, this, that's the reason I started buying vinyl. Uh, hell yeah. Honestly, is to, hell yeah. Is to have all the, of the Tony each, Hawk. Each individual song from the Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2 album. Uh, or, yeah. The, you know, I wanted to picking up, uh, the remake. Did you? Yeah. Did you buy Tony it? Tony Skater 1 and 2. I, yeah. yeah, I bought it the drop day. Is it dope? I've been playing the shit out of it, ah! dude. It was, it was so much fucking fun. <laughs> it's bringing me right the fuck back. I yeah. love it. That's so great. Because, I, dude, I haven't... I, I think it's still, like, 50 bucks. Well, yeah, yeah. And, uh, I, and trying to get the muscle management down to fucking remember the moves and how to do these combos and shit like that. Oh, yeah. And then I get on the internet and see these guys constantly comboing for, like, 45 minutes in a 10-minute match. Is it not, It's not on Steam? I wouldn't doubt it. I, I I don't. I wouldn't doubt if it's a PlayStation exclusive. If I'm being completely honest, because I think TS, THPS one was a PlayStation exclusive. Yeah, it totally was. No, it was on. Uh, it was on. It was on N sixty four. It was. You are right. I forgot a, about that. It had a blue cartridge. Yeah, it did. Yeah. <laughs> I always remember the. I always remember the the colorful cartridges. Yeah, like those are the big ones that stuck oh, out. Like in my Donkey Kong sixty four. Donkey Kong Majora's Mask was gold. Yeah. Oh, that shit was dope. Mm. Good times. Mm. Anywho, I'm Skeet Adelfi. All right. It's mm. been a hoot. It's been skeet. a hoot. Uh, thanks for joining us with We Like Cool Shit. Is oh, that what it's I, still called? It's definitely called that. I didn't even fucking introduce it. Yeah. Uh, uh, well, you can cut it here and then put the intro that we're about to do at the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Hey, dope. We forgot the intro. So we're. I'm, I'm B. I'm Ty. And this, this is. This is We Like Cool Things. We Like Cool Things. The so. Show, the show where we talk about things we think are cool and also adversely. Things we think that aren't, or things, blah, 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 things that we don't think are cool. And you'll hear this either at the beginning or the end. We don't know, but uh, here's your intro. Yeah, I'll cut it. Have fun. Be.